The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good, good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. Welcome to the podcast, Good Guys, Good Gals. We have famous comedian here, documentary filmmaker. I mean, we'll see. Try Adam it. Ray. Adam. Adam Ray. In like the ill fandom Seattle Kraken jacket that yeah. he got because Burt Kreischer basically steals from every Burt venue Kreischer he works steals. At. He's a known, I was about to say another word, but klepto. Sometimes yeah. I get klepto and pedo like mixed up. You know what I'm saying? It's a bad mix up. It's not like a, you know, there or there, like, you know, the misspelling. It's like a, it's a, those are two different lifestyles. I think klepto is, you know, cousin Rick's got a problem. Yeah. Pedo is we don't talk to cousin we don't talk Rick to cousin anymore. Rick. <laughs> Everyone's got a fucking weird cut. Can you curse on this? Please. Everyone's got a motherfucking mother. No, I don't want to be like my nephew. My nephew is nine. He's cursing for just the sake of cursing. Mm. And I remember being that age and sorry to go on a quick tangent right out of the gate. But he, he is just like last time I went home, he goes, shit, motherfucker, shit, motherfucker tits. And I go, <laughs> never change. Have a bomb ass summer is what I would write in your yearbook. If you said that to me on the last day of school, I mean, and it's funny. And he says it with a smile. He doesn't say it to be cool. So he's like, oh, look at this new thing I found out I can do. Yeah. Anyway. Josh, um, Josh, Josh, has Max ever cursed? He'll say like, oh, heck man. And I'll be like, that's <laughs> awesome. I feel like we're at Christian camp. It's on the delivery though. But I think kids, when they, don't know what to use. I think most kids don't know what context to use. Like, like, like fuck you. Like they just say it to say it. Right. <laughs> yeah. At home, it's really funny in school. It's a little less funny. Yeah. It's, I have nieces and nephews and like my brother-in-law and sister-in-law just curse like sailors and the girl yeah. is two. And I'm just positive. I'm like, Oh man, it is coming and it's coming hot and it's going to be hilarious <laughs> yeah. until she says it to her teacher. And then it's not going to be funny. I anymore. know. I, I got kicked out of uh, kindergarten for saying diarrhea. A kid tattled on me. Remember tattle, tattletales? Is that, sure. is that a, that's considered a curse? Diarrhea in, is uh, a, at that, Brookside uh, Elementary. Diarrhea is a medical term. And I wasn't just saying it like diarrhea, diarrhea. I was singing the famous song when you're sliding into first and you feel something burst. Diarrhea. Have you not heard this? Of course. Okay. I, I had a childhood, kind of, okay. until Nickelodeon robbed it from me. <laughs> I'm just thinking that maybe we have like some kind of class action suit, though, against this school, because diarrhea is a totally fine term. We should go after them. Speaking of weird nursery rhymes, I was thinking of this one the other day, because mm. I heard it in one of my son's, I don't know, YouTube videos. Row, row, row your boat gently yeah. down the stream. If you see a crocodile, don't forget to scream. What? Oh, I won't forget. They, ch <laughs> they changed it? They yeah. changed? Yeah, that feels like an adaptation. There's, they did. There's more to the song that none of us know. <laughs> and one of the verses is on the deep track, don't forget to scream if you see a crocodile. First of all, crocodiles are one of the scariest animals on earth. Yeah. And they will kill you. Don't get it confused with a gator. They want you dead. I think that's all they want. Yeah. They want food, but they want people first. And if you Blood happen to lust. be tasty, that's, that's a double bonus. That said, we're here drinking or eating creatine and doing all these shots and pumping ourselves up and trying to give ourselves longevity. The crocodiles, these, these guys live forever. The alligators, they live forever. Well, they have, you know, I don't know, improv stuff. Thanks for having me guys. <laughs> I was about to insert fun fact about alligators or crocodiles. What's the difference? Such a great question. I have no fucking clue. We'll no right idea. <laughs> Marshall, what's the difference? Do you know? Um, I'm asking chat. 
Wow, we have an active yeah. producer here looking things up. We have made it, y'all. Let me ask you this. Marsh just said, I'm going to ask Chat GPT. Oh, oh, Julia, oh, Julia knows. What is it? Ah, one is freshwater, one is saltwater. Boom. How about that? So, so really, they're exactly the same. And you said you weren't, wouldn't learn uh, any crocodile alligator facts today, Marsh. He yeah. said that as soon as I walked in. Because <laughs> you ain't learning shit about these creatures. <laughs> yeah. The main categories of differences are snout shape, habitat, which includes the... Freshwater uh -huh. That sounds anti-Semitic. Snout shape. Snout shape. Yeah. Come on, dude. It's 2024. Yeah, right. Oh, That's yeah. fucked up. Can't just walk around talking oh, like that. One's better at accounting. <laughs> <laughs> One has a circumcised tail. <laughs> well, you know, on the podcast, we basically, we do like pop culture news articles. We Great. do speak pipes, which are sort of questions that mm. are sent into us from our wonderful fandom, Love aka that. the morons. Yeah. That's their name. Oh, really? How'd they get that name ben they're morons <laughs> most people are we call it like we see it that's it morons be morons we're morons too bro we all are i i'm starting to really push the sentiment in my new hour people be peopling and just that basically what that means is it's tough to be a fucking person the amount of people because there's a lot of stuff i'm talking about where people are putting their feet in their mouth whether it's baseball broadcasters you know, just saying, you know, this joke about Shohei Otani dealing with an injury and the, the sidekick was like, oh, they're going to have to be very, very careful. And, you know, shit like that. Where, and then, <laughs> oh you know, the rest God. of it. Yeah, crazy. He got suspended, clearly. But but uh, but just, you know, that it's tough to go outside and not, you know, say we're all just trying to, like, do our best. But also, like, from here to here is, like, easier said than done. It's just in Utah, home of the Mormon. Crazy Did place. You run into what an any? interesting place. Did I run into any of them? No, they you did. It's so funny you just that, don't know it. That's true. They could have been undercover Mormons. They could have been undercover. Oh, I would but, watch but, six but, seasons of that. <laughs> undercover <laughs> Mormons. <laughs> undercover Mormons. Now on Peacock. You're driving, you're looking to the right, you see beautiful ranches and horses, and then all of a sudden you see a really scary church, and you're like, oh, they're definitely around here somewhere. But no, you don't see them. You don't see them, especially in Park City. For the most part, Mormons are kind of just they're, nice. Yeah. And they're lovely. good. No, they're good. They're good people. They're, they're good, good people, people for right? sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, BY BYU, good athletes too. They definitely though, but you know, there's some of their rules or at least like, you know, guidelines to life where they're like, you know, I won't drink, but I'll like pull the plug on my grandma like real quick like i don't know like that i they will, believe in euthanasia you're gonna spread they, that <laughs> i think like you know i think they they don't believe in sex before marriage right but i think they'd i think they'd like push a bucket of puppies off a hill before they would have premarital sex but there we've had the wonderful sophia franklin on the podcast yes. and she's she, mormon well, she grew up in Utah. She's actually half Argentinian Jew. Who would have thought? Wow, they have those. Yeah. There's so many different, oh, yeah. like, flavors of yeah. what we got going. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. After World War II, we fled. We're everywhere. We're You'll everywhere, find we're, ev we're everywhere. We're, we're in like your the banks. Epstein list. We're everywhere, man. <laughs> we're everywhere. <laughs> okay. In 2024, you got to stop wasting time. Babe, you're never going to get time wasted back. And the best way to do that, the way I'm doing it, is with Thrive Market. Thrive Market allows me to find healthy essentials that I'm going to eat for me and my family, like Primal Kitchen that uses great avocado oils instead of like 
crappy seed oils in 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 their products or or Bob's Red Mill because I love their oatmeal and and stuff like that and my family's very regular I don't mean to brag but just get your fiber game up look whatever you need for your healthy lifestyle be it gluten-free options low sugar options organic kid snacks you're gonna find on Thrive Market it's gonna come to your house your grocery and household essentials so you don't have to waste time at the store it's convenient and it's easy, but the best part is you're going to save money. On average, a Thrive Market member will save 30% each time, right? The last time I saved over $25 on like almost 100 bucks in groceries. Does it get better than that? I'll answer that. No, Thrive Market, you need it. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash goodguys for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Who doesn't love a gift? That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash goodguys. Thrivemarket.com slash goodguys. Okay, so this first article that I read, well, I think it's worth talking about, and this is now going to be probably a week later, mm. but this whole Jimmy Kimmel, Aaron Rodgers feud is fascinating. Yeah. No? Is it worth talking about? I think so. I think Aaron Rodgers yeah. is fascinating in a in an awful way. I think he's a <laughs> boring dud of a human, but that's just my own personal opinion. I'm sure he's, I don't know, and not that you need to be an exciting, personable, whatever athlete. It definitely... Guy, I don't think he cares about, I mean, I don't know. He was doing this stuff when he got in commercials. So you got to have a decent amount of pizzazz, but I don't, it's always interesting to me. And maybe I'm coming from the, the comic standpoint of someone that thinks they're hilarious and they don't do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like mm. he, he has this weird, like confidence to him where he's like, I'm fucking Aaron Rodgers, dude. You know what I'm saying? I've always felt that from him. What do you, what do you think, Ben? What's your feelings on the whole Jimmy Kimmel feud? Well, one, Jimmy Kimmel is a close personal friend of yours, Josh. And uh, uh, not technically. Well, no, I, you, you, he, he's a, you're, you're a man, went to his house. You guys shared a nice dinner. I don't know what awesome. I can say about Jimmy Kimmel. I was going to talk about Aaron Rodgers, but now you're dear friends with Travis Kelsey. So all of a sudden I feel like I can't say anything about anybody. That said, what I was going to say <laughs> is that Aaron Rodgers, you brought it up earlier. People be people. And I think that we forget that. People be people and yeah. like at, uh, celebrities and athletes are still people. They still say things yeah. like they have, they have a right to talk the way that we talk. 1, they just 000. have, they just have a little bit more of a microphone for everything that they say. And I absolutely love somebody that's opinionated and isn't afraid to share their views, regardless of if I think they're true or not. I think there's just far too much censorship in general, which is what I think you meant by people be people. And so when Aaron Rodgers says things that poke people, I, I typically I typically enjoy it. Uh, I do think that Jimmy Kimmel, having spent his entire career poking every one all the time professionally, I think he should have slightly tougher skin. It's fascinating because like Aaron Rodgers is like a really fun liability because <laughs> like, he just he'll say some wild things. And I think we're so used to because he is an incredible talent. We're so used to the Tom Brady's who were like infallible. Like they they took that role so seriously as being like one of the greats that they he was everything was measured. And so when you see someone in that similar position, kind of shooting from the hip at times, it's a little bit more surprising. But I think Lauren Michaels has it right, which if you notice, if you're on SNL, hmm. you really are technically not allowed to have a Twitter. 
like or or yeah. an ex. Like basically under when you are under that umbrella, he's like, why don't you chill out with these opinions of yours right. and just be a good worker? Yeah. And in a couple of years, hopefully you're super famous. You don't need the show anymore and you can go say whatever the heck you want. Yeah. I think if I owned an NFL team, I'd be like, no, no social media. I get why he's fired up because he's a family dude and he's just like, it is a crazy accusation to even be saying, but it's also like, I don't know, it's clearly probably, I mean, you know, who knows? I saw some slide of they were, you know, throwing, who else did I just see that they were saying was on the list? Oh, Jim Carrey. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Well, he for sure was there, for sure. <laughs> I mean, let's not even beat around the bush on that. Are you kidding me? They had Wi-Fi there. He could hook up to his uh, Bluetooth. He flew the plane. <laughs> All you just hear him go is, this is lit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure they're old enough? Yeah, he just was. <laughs> I, I watch Jimmy Kimmel, and more often than not, I think that he throws jabs, and I just don't think they're that funny. Right. And I think that Aaron Rodgers probably got jabbed no pun intended by by Jimmy Kimmel and he took offense and he threw a jab back that he thought was equally not funny so I think there's probably an even score in his mind I don't I agree with you he's not a professional comedian I don't think that you have to be a professional comedian to try to tell a joke but I definitely am a little bit biased because I just don't ever can we agree on this Ben can we agree you if you dish it out you should be able to take it Oh yeah, yeah, big time. I think we can big also time. agree with like, don't take yourself too seriously, you know? Yeah, I and I feel like, do you think that Rogers, I feel like Rogers takes it. Like you talk about people writing online, would you agree or no? I mean, I also think, I think he's at a, I truly feel like he's the type of guy that doesn't, is, is pretty self-absorbed. So I think he doesn't even feel what's coming at him. I think he's, I think there's like a, maybe not a wall up, but I think it's like, it's bouncing off because he's created this, and who knows if it's come out of his ayahuasca trips, but I think he's got some sort of a shield and he's just fucking throwing fastballs and not really receiving. But, and I also know some comics that kind of knew him for a bit and have told me some stories that are not favorable about him, his just overall personality. That feels this a little bit, but also yeah. I try to assess everything on case its own. Case by case. Yeah, so, case by case. So, so Josh is the singular neutral party. I hate Kimmel. Yeah. You hate Rogers. We're debating. Josh is sitting in the middle. Oh man, I, this is our rumors. I don't I, even hate Rogers. Though. I hate I hate football and I hate late night. Let's not bury the lead. You're friends with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say that. Were you friends with him PT or AT? Oh, yeah. oh about five years now. Pre Taylor. Oh yeah. So in those four years before you dated Taylor, were you ever like you're the kind of guy that could date Taylor Swift? Oh yeah. I said, dude. I said, let me make a list for you real quick. T. Swift. Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama. <laughs> yeah. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking's <laughs> sister. Does he have any siblings, Stephen? No. He is nothing. Marsh? And no one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was not surprised at all because I'm like, yeah, he's the fucking, he's so cool and fun and who knows what she's been accustomed to. So it's probably a breath of fresh air to to be with somebody that's, I don't know, not um, not so, I mean, he's, his star has definitely risen right but i mean he i always kind of assess it too by i've had friends i'm sure we all have that i can get on a rocket ship and then all of a sudden you just don't hear from them and you're like you know pete davidson too no kidding <laughs> <laughs> i do yeah um, um wait is, is travis's number still the same oh, since yeah. <laughs> and how it gets right yeah and and yeah and but and also i I, and what is it? I try to not judge. His pin number is. <laughs> I try not to judge when people get like, it's like, what a wild thing. Like, imagine like, 
you know, when, when, when Obama became president, like the amount of homies in his life that were like just harassing him, like, dude, or whatever. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're still a human and a guy. And like, I'm a little busy. Yeah, no, I mean, but people, Sorry, I can't get back to you, Dan. People want their moment. It's like when they go to stand up shows and people, you know, if they're coming to see and they scream something out to get their moment, it's like people want that. But it's like, you know, you know, you try to have some, uh, you know, understanding of, of how busy, but, but he, he gets back and, and sometimes it's, right away. And sometimes it's a couple of days, sometimes a couple of weeks. And, and, but that to me was right away, like a, Oh, cool. Like values the people in his life takes the time to do that. But would you do what I would do, which if it, and it's happened, I've done it. I'm sure we all have where sometimes you, you don't reply for a week or two. Sure. Now in the days leading up to that, me, I'd be like, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. Changed. <laughs> Got to his head. Yeah. And then the moment that reply comes in, I'd be like, good old fucking yeah. best. TK best. TK best. back, baby. Like, yeah. Right? So yeah. quickly my tune changes when I get that reply yeah. in the text. Yeah. Ben, do you have uh, somebody in your life that's, I don't know, kind of uh, a little, little sparse with their communication? Yeah. Plenty of people, similar situations. A I think athletes in general are like that because they get very busy for periods season. of time. Yeah especially baseball players, like baseball players won't respond to you for two, three weeks. And yeah, it'll come back like, like nothing's ever changed. But yeah, other than that, my wife, like she'll go uh, a couple weeks without responding to me and, <laughs> and things will. You're right. No, but no, but me and Josh, I, I would say that Josh and I occasionally will, will leave an answer, something unanswered for a, a couple of days. And then I'll go back. I'll say, oh, that was a really funny TikTok. And then we'll start again. So I don't know. I think I think I think texting culture in general. There's so much freaking pressure. Like, can you if imagine you're in the middle of a, a Yeah. Sorry, yeah go if, ahead. You're, if you're in the middle, no. If you're in the middle of a conversation, definitely don't drop the ball because that's weird. It's the same thing as having a phone conversation. But to be like expected to be a hundred percent accessible all the time yeah. is like a is. I don't think it's healthy. Yeah, I had a friend, a comedian. He was in Portland, and I texted him on a. I think it was. Friday, so the beginning of his weekend of shows, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he texts me back on Tuesday and he's on his phone constantly. I mean, this is someone that's just could use a break from the, from the electronic habit. And I text him Friday and he texts me back Tuesday and goes, sorry, man, I was in Portland. <laughs> and I, it actually made me laugh because I was like, oh, he means that. Like, this is why he couldn't get back. I get that. Great. Portland's I, had a, I had a weed dealer once. The only time I've ever had one that I didn't know, right? Then it got to a point where I was like, oh, I know buddies that'll just, when I'm around them and I, if I want to, you know, grab some bags of, of, of treats and this kid, he always ever, only ever had shake. So just big bags of, of just bad weed. And I remember <laughs> I texted him, let's say again, like on a Tuesday and I was like, Hey man, you around just in town, just got back. Would love to come grab a bag of your famous fucking bad weed. And <laughs> and he texted me back, no joke, a month and a half later. Yeah, swing by. Sick. I remember. Wow. Cool. I'm, like nothing had happened. Like no time had passed. I don't know. I thought that was weird. Get a crazy weird. response. You guys don't do drugs. Huh? Okay. No, I, I'm 15 no. years sober. I'm, I'm a typical child star. I, I remember buying weed in New York. Relate to the fans. Well, I was so used to buying New York uh, weed in LA, which is a different setup, okay. right? So New York, like, first of all, the law isn't this time, like it's the mid 2000s. So the laws are stricter. It's not legal. Yeah. And it's also like your dealer can't just like usually come over. Mm. Necessarily. Like most dealers have cars or bikes. Yeah. So I get and you're and you're, and you're getting in that car <laughs> and you're getting in that car. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What a fuck. Oh, yeah. That's the only way I've ever picked up drugs. You got to get in their car, go around the block, pray that they don't kidnap you and take the money and shoot you right in the head. Yo, that's pre Uber, too. 
Isn't it so funny? Your mom taught you not to get in the car with strangers. I've sometimes been in an Uber for four and a half minutes and been like, for Adam, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What a wild thing that we just jumped on board with. Well, it's also scary, but I remember being in this, this buying weed from this drug dealer and I didn't re like what would happen is he had some stash box in the car, like oh, yeah. that mm -hmm. was hidden from the police and hidden from view. And it would just appear, right? Like I would hand him 60 bucks or a hundred bucks and like an eighth would appear and then it would be done. And I remember once he put it in a plate. I gave him the money and we're just having like a quick second of, of small talk. He put it in a place where I couldn't really see it. It was slightly obscured. Yeah. So I'm like, I guess I got to keep talking till it arrives. Yeah, you do. So now we're 10 minutes in. About what? Who knows? Yeah. Pokemon. Like just. Isn't it funny when you want the drug, like the things that you were just scrambling and trying to create oh, yeah. conversation over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 2007, right? You think so they'll ever I'm remake Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> I mean, just like, reaching for. You don't think there'll be a housing crisis, do you? <laughs> like, like, do you think in a year and a half we'll have our first African-American president or no? <laughs> you think Mike Pence ever gets a fair shot? <laughs> yeah. And then like, and I could just see he's like. Let's go. And then finally, Funny. like, and then finally it like appears. I'm like, oh, I didn't, you, you hit it so good. And, like, and I grabbed <laughs> it and just got the hell out oh of there. Oh my God. I don't have to promote element because I live it. I live that magnesium life. I live that potassium life. And so should you. Cause do you like muscle cramps? Do you like fatigue? Do you like headaches? Do you like brain fog? Well, if you do, turn this ad off right now. But if you're a normal person who doesn't want those things, maybe you need more electrolytes in your life. Maybe you need a little magnesium and potassium for those muscle cramps so that you can sleep better. And Element's going to offer you all of that, okay? It's going to help you stay hydrated without the sugar and other dodgy ingredients found in popular electrolyte drinks, sports drinks. And it's going to help that electrolyte deficiency or imbalance that's making you feel all those things. It's a zero sugar electrolyte drink mix. It's got, you know, sodium levels that are two to three time government recommendations. You're really going to get that amount of electrolyte that people are looking for. And Rob, who is the co-founder, he's a research biochemist, a New York Times bestselling off author two times, which hurts because I'm a zero time New York Times bestselling author. I don't want to talk about it and has now sat on the Navy SEAL Resiliency Committee for over a decade. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you too good for the Navy SEALs? Right. That's what I thought. Look, it's great. I love Element. I drink it every day of my life. Look, go to drinkelement.com slash good guys to receive a free Element sample pack with any order when you purchase through our URL. If you can check out my documentary, Doug. Doug. Streaming now on YouTube. Tell people about, I watched it yesterday. Excellent. Thanks. Doug Ayers, is yes. it? I didn't know his story at all. And you had, Neither did I. You had promoted it. So how did you? So Brian, his brother, is a physical therapist, you know, now to the stars and just a, a wizard with healing people. And his brother, Doug, in the late 70s, was you know, working at a, as a lifeguard at a pool and, and you know, crushing life, going to college to play football, just good looking kid and his family's all intact and, and just having a, a great time and jumps into the pool to save a kid who was pretending to drown and breaks his neck and is, you know, paralyzed, quadriplegic. And now he's in completely, as he says in the doc, his life ended and began in that moment. And 
I knew rough details of the story and I got to know Brian through a family friend had insane back issues and he I, I was in New York and he three days of like aggressive stretching. There's another name for what the practice that he does is called, but three days. Is of it rolfing or something? But butt chugging? Well, no, what? Wait, what? Rolfing? No, rolfing. <laughs> That's like a form of a, of massage, which is very that like doesn't extreme. Sound familiar. It okay. might, yeah, but it is. It's. I mean, it's just some. You know, it's not chiropractic. You know, stuff. But it's just he just unlocks things and just is so in tune and knows the body so well. And anyway, he helped me avoid fix me in three days, and I have only had a few mm. issues since. Now I'm sure there's different cases, but like I've been on planes with a guy where people complain of issues, and there's a woman next to us and. They just started talking and she's like, yeah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, what? And this is what I do. And, and, oh, I haven't been able to like lift my shoulder above here in like 27 years. And he fucking on the flight worked on it, like, and not just pressing on certain areas and like, you know, giving a half-ass rub down, just doing things and, and stretching, whatever, and unlocking. And bro, she did this and then just started crying. It was bonkers to watch on the flight. So Brian keeps telling me about his brother, Doug, anytime I go to New York, comes to shows and a sweet guy and, and would always just get worked on. Even if I didn't have any major issues, it was just nice to get like a recharge, right? Almost like a, a quick cryo trip. And so he starts telling me about his brother, Doug, and how he, you know, became this Paralympic champion and over 326, 96 gold medals and, and world record for javelin shot, put discus and cover of a Wheaties box and all these things and hang with the Pope and going on these national tours with Jordan, Bo Jackson in Montana. I'm like, this is bonkers. And he's like, you just got to meet him. So I did shows in Philly. They live in Jersey right outside there. Went over to the place. Such a great dude playing ping pong, hanging. The house is immaculate. And then he just starts pulling up as I start questioning about the story. He was real generous to kind of, you know, not uh, spare any detail. And then pulls up so many videos and pictures to kind of accompany the whole adventure. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is, cr that always makes anything real, especially a documentary, right? Where you, when you can mm -hmm. really see, like you could see in the doc, like how much stuff there was to play with to really assist every moment. And it was just overwhelming. And I was like, how come I've never, and because you see all the, him on Regis and, and Kathy Lee and just, and all these news things and just, you know, and, and, um, and I'm like, how come I never, I was just, you know, too young, but uh, they said they had a movie in development at one point and then the producer passed. So it kind of just fell by the wayside. And I was like, well, I have to like help you to like get this story out there. So you directed a movie last year. You were also in a movie last year called Barbie. Oh Yeah. What was that like? It was awesome. It was, it was bittersweet. It was the experience. I always, at this point, I just chalk things up to like the funness of it, right? Like just go, I've had a, a lot of things promised or about to happen and not happen, mm. which is like for better, or for worse. It's nice to get conditioned to go like, okay, cool. Like just chalk it up to like, enjoy what you're doing and don't worry about yep. if it ends up. I mean, it's easier said than done sometimes when you're like, I hope like, I mean, we did like a, it was a two and a half, three minute scene, right? With myself and this other cop. And it got chopped down to two and a half lines maybe. And so day of, I mean, it's just like so fun. And I, and how'd Greta you get Ger the part? Did you audition? Al no, Alison Jones, who, you know, cast the office, Curb, Veep, most Apatow's movies, a lot of Paul Feig movies, cast me in the heat. And then I originally met her when I was auditioning for She's Out of My League. Remember that movie with TJ Miller and Jay Baruchel? To be Jay Baruchel's brother. And I got down to he and I, and I was about two years out of college. And didn't get it, but then Allison just started to bring me in and just, you know, like you do in this bit. I mean, you just want to be consistent and deliver and make and build fans, right? So that she just keeps bringing me back. And then I got The Heat in 2013, which was a Paul Feig, Melissa McCarthy, Sandra Bullock comedy. And then 
handful of other things from that. And then she just hit me up and goes, this is a small little thing. It's about, you know, 10 lines and whatever. Do you want to do it? And I was like, fucking yeah. And I, it also just sounded like it was going to be cool. Like Gosling and, and Margot Robbie and, and I think Will Ferrell was in at that point. And, and so I just got to do it and had a lot of fun. We got to improvise a lot. And Gosling at one point was like, from something we were doing was like, if that's not the trailer, I'm not, take me out of the movie. And I was like, oh man, this can be a really cool little chunk of, uh, of screen time. And I went with my wife and a few other homies to a midnight screening. We're sitting in the theater and I pop on screen. And I go, here we go. And then two seconds go by and I go, and there it was. <laughs> it's, like me, it's like me and Oppenheimer. <laughs> Bro, you, that was, we, now that was awesome. Thanks. Bro, that was, that was one of the coolest. And I'm glad that I had had like enough of a connection and rapport with you to really get genuinely pumped about that. Do you know what I'm saying? Thanks. Yeah, that was very, very cool. And you were fucking awesome. It was just awesome, man. That movie was so big and so, it was just, and I was so into it. And then, and I don't even know, I think that you were, I don't know if I had seen that you were in it yet or seen any, you post or talk about it. So that was also like an extra, imagine that, you right. know, I was just like, yeah, yeah. I was just fucking, you know, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome, man. What? Oh, wait. So, oh, you were saying Ryan Gosling was saying, if this isn't a trailer moment, at any point do you go, hey, Ryan, you're from Canada. Why do you have a New York accent? So funny, dude. That's Is weird, right, Ben? Yeah. Hilarious. What he, part? Marsh? Not New York. Gotcha. Yeah. Not New <laughs> not York, New British York. Columbia. <laughs> New York, Ontario. Not Brooklyn, Toronto. Have, yeah. you, no have you noticed that, Ben? <laughs> I have, yeah. He I was have, nice. Yeah. I, may, I, and I took a picture of him, uh, of him, with him. <laughs> Stand still, you Canadian <laughs> New York freak. And he, uh, we, we took a picture and I go, I'm going to use this for the cover of my comedy special. And he pulled back so quick and was like, boy, no, <laughs> was, dude, no, no. With those striking fucking blue pubes. And he was just like, no, no. And I was like, I was joking, man. We don't have our sensibilities aligned yet, but fucking psych. <laughs> what are you nuts? Ben, what do you got? On my flight to Utah, we're in first class. I'm not going to pretend that we got upgraded. We paid full fare, all sitting up there. And... Family of four has four separate seats. Mm. Two young kids, a mother, and a father. But they're all in different rows scattered throughout. So the first thing that happens is the father goes up to every single person in first class and says, I need to sit with my family. My son has a terrible peanut allergy. If I'm not near my son, I cannot protect him just in case there's peanuts on this flight. So all four of us need to sit in one cluster. Mm. So he reorganizes all of first class, okay? That happens before the flight even starts. No problem. We're all sitting. It's it's all good. The entire flight, the husband would yell to the wife in front of him and the wife would yell to the husband behind him. She'd turn and she'd say, "Hey, what movie should I watch?" And we're looking we're looking I'm I'm locking straight eyes with her. I'm locked locked eyes with her as she's screaming behind, "What movie should I watch?" and he'll recommend a movie to her and she'll turn back and she'll say, but are you sure? Are you sure it's something that I'd like to watch? I don't know if I have time to watch this. The whole time they're yelling back and forth at each other. And all I have to say, this the entire experience is just, what are you nuts? Don't make people move. But if you're going to make people move and rearrange, don't pretend that this is your private cabin. It's not your private cabin. Airplanes, as you mentioned, are stressful places. Everybody's trying to go from A to B. They're trying to watch a movie. They're trying to read a book. They're trying not to disturb. They're trying to enjoy their time, Right. Four and a half hours, it's a long flight. Non-stop. So what are you nuts? 
Okay, so my Woody and Nuts are, is, I was recently at, at World Market with my son because I'm doing well. And my son and I do these super cute international snack taste tests together. You're fucking a dad of the year, dude. That's we love adorable. It. Whose so, idea was this? Well, because we watch them on YouTube. And so we were like, let's let's try it. So we'll do Japanese snacks and Brazilian snacks and all these different things. So we Great go way to there. open their heart and minds to the world, too. Keep it in international, yeah, babe. Keep it in <laughs> So I go up to the checkout, and there's this guy there, and I can already tell this guy's an issue. So first, there's a glass sort of fun Japanese soda that my son is buying. And so it's there, and the guy goes, oh, do you want to hold it to my son? Like... By the way, my son was not holding it. It was in my basket. I placed it there. I said, no, 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 put it in the back. Now, I'm not being a douche. It's glass, and he's five. Yeah. He drops shit. Historically. Historically, and historically, glass can be a bit of an ish. So I was like, put it in the bag. Guy goes, All right, Gosling. And of course, my son is like, no, no, I'll hold it. And the guy looks at me and looks at my kid and puts it in my kid's hand. I go... First of all, Ooh. big mistake. Ooh. Don't undermine a parent ever. I see your parenting skills, and I'm going to raise you a stranger's parenting skills. Yeah, right. And I can tell you <laughs> this guy does not have a kid. Because it was like totally. Because he was getting off on, on undermining me. And any other parent would be like, we are united in our parentdom and like keeping A, kid safe, and B, eluding more headache. Do you think this guy tells other employees, do you know how many Dad's coming here a day with kids that wish I was their dad. Yeah, that I fucking undermine. Yeah, <laughs> this guy came in, I said, take the soda, kid. Then this guy went up to me, and then we have a real problem, oh, right? No. I go to pay, right? And I do I do tap. I, again, I'm doing well, and I love technology. I go, tap it. It's fun. Doesn't work first time. Yikes. He goes, no, no, no. You got you to gotta wait and then tap. I you go, gave him a window to. <laughs> I go, great. Let's try this again. Okay? Try it again. Doesn't work. I go, I'm using my card. I pull my card out and he goes, no, 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 give me your phone. I go, <laughs> what are you, my ex? I go, listen, <laughs> I go, listen to me, boss. I've been tapping you all said, over the world. Did you say boss? I said, listen, chief. Yeah. Okay. I said, I tapped, <laughs> I've tapped in Vancouver, Canada. Funny. I've tapped in Indonesia. Yeah. I'm tap, tap, tap. I'm the Carmen San Diego of Apple Pay. I'm great at tapping. You don't tell me. I feel that little shake in my, in my phone. I, I feel like I met my dad. I feel completed. Wow. You know, I tap, tap, tap it up. I'm not fucking up here. It's your machine. I look at him. I go, no, no, no. We're past that. Your machine's too difficult. And he looks at me like I just gave up, I, like I was Doug Air and I was giving up and not becoming a Paralympian. Now streaming on YouTube. <laughs> like, it was, and I was like, "You suck, sir. You are no." I didn't say any of this. Yeah, I this just is decided all in my yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I, You're I too sweet. I said thank you for the receipt and I walked away. <laughs> no, no, you you, you gave nuts? him four times. You gave him four times whatever the value was of what you were buying. Yes, but this guy sucks. You know who you are. I think his name was, I don't know, who who cares? I'm not giving him any shares. Oh, shine. my God. Um, Follow Adam. Go watch his doc on YouTube. Watch the doc on YouTube. It's called Doug Air. All my tour dates for stand-up. I'm hitting the road hardcore in 2024. AdamRayComedy.com. If you're in L.A., I do these once a month Dr. Phil live shows. I just did two at the uh, arena, H-E-B arena in Austin for 10,000 a piece. And it was bonkers. And we do them at the Comedy Store. The next one is January 17th with Whitney Cummings and Nikki Glaser. Bill Burr returns February 6th. And then we have March, April, May guests about to be announced. Josh, I think, you know, it could be fun to <clears throat> maybe try to arrange a 
you and Johnny, Johnny stay to come on and, and mm. play with the duck. What um, it's I, a live show. It's I come out. It's it's basically a late night Phil show, and I've gotten his blessing, which is bonkers. And I go out do a monologue, then we do crowd work, then there's a character guest, and then the real guest, and then it's just mayhem. But it's they always sell out on there. You can watch all of them on YouTube. Bill Burr one is out. Adam Divine and Honors Home, Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino and Matt Reif all on my YouTube page. Just subscribe to the YouTube. Ben, take us home. All I have to say is if one more person on Instagram DMs me that I look like George Santos, I'm deleting oh, him. You man. No, it's not that you look I'm like him. It's your gestures I'm are deleting. very fantasy. I'm, I'm, I'm just deleting it. But this episode is all the others. Five stars. If it's not five stars, what are you nuts? Rate, review, and subscribe. Spotify, podcast, podcast, Apple, YouTube, wherever you find your stuff. Thanks a lot. This was great. So fun catching up. Watch Doug. It was I love great. You. Ben, you got a great voice. You, do you do voiceover? You should be like an animated car or something. You have a nice set of pipes. Thank you. No, I, I VO porn though. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.